Hey again, do you want to travel but you don't think you can because you can't find one to travel with? Well, I've got a few words for you, so stay tuned. Welcome to the Travel, Eat, Drink podcast. Ready? Let's go. Welcome again to the Travel, Eat, Drink podcast. I'm King, and if you aren't already subscribed, I'd love it if you hit that subscribe button and like the video if you're on YouTube and also leave us a five-star rating on whatever podcast you're listening on. Anyhow, so for anyone who wants to travel but they can't find you to travel with, I just have one question. Why do you need someone to travel with you? And I ask that because really, I don't think people realize how good it is actually to travel by yourself sometimes. And I don't blame you if you're one of the people that wants to travel with someone and thinks you just, it's, it's nice to have that security blanket. And at one point in my life, I too was like that. I didn't travel as much because I, I just assumed that you need someone to travel with because we're, we're conditioned to believe that we need people to do things with us all the time. I guess from when we were kids, our parents never let us go anywhere alone because something might happen to us. I definitely snuck off a lot and fell off a lot of trees, but hey, that happens. I'm still here. But solo, solo traveling is quite a lot of fun if you haven't actually discovered it. And I'm not saying that if you haven't done it before that you immediately go and jet off to, to Europe for a month. but if you haven't tried it before, you really should consider it. Just try it out with short trips. As I said in my previous podcast about people that feel they can't afford to travel, I said you do something a little bit smaller and work your way up towards it because obviously with everything, it's always better to do things gradually and not just throw yourself, unless you're someone who likes to just throw yourself into things and figure it out, which I strangely do a lot. Do that if you are, but if you're not, slowly work up to it. And uh, oftentimes, what uh, ex excuses that people are use, and yes, right now, I'm going to shamelessly plug my book, the, a very quick book that I wrote just because people were asking me about solo travel. And so I jotted down some of the thoughts that I had. And I'd written this book during the pandemic because I had time. It's one of those things where I always thought about doing it. And I always said I didn't have time, but I realized during the pandemic, if I didn't write this book, it's not that I didn't have time. It's just, I wasn't, didn't have the motivation. And so I was like, the way I saw it, I'm going to write this. I don't care how long it takes me. I just get to sit down and write it. And it took a lot longer than I expected. And if anyone's ever written a book, it does take a lot longer. And my hat's off to anyone that can write a book at all, just because I've always said we, now I do realize we all have a book in us but just not all of us can get the book out of us. So once again, my a salute to all the authors out there. But so I wrote down some of the excuses that uh, people often use when they talk themselves into not doing a solo travel. And here are some, it can be more expensive, obviously without someone there to split accommodations and local transportation. That's true, but there are ways around that you can, you can go places that are more affordable. You can find better cost accommodations. If you have time to plan for it, you can always plan for things and keep the cost down. Another one is it can be a lon lonely experience, especially if you're somewhere where you don't speak the mother tongue. And that's totally true. I, I've experienced that myself. After, sometimes you're, you're on the road for a little while. It does get lonely, and especially if you're in a place where you don't speak the language. It, it, it takes a lot of effort. It really does take a lot of effort to force yourself to speak to people that you may not be able to understand very well. 
because you're gonna have to use things beyond, you have to use all your senses. And it is exhausting. And so I completely understand that as well. But at the same time, it's such a fun experience to connect with people that, like I said, that, that don't speak your own language because they have so much to offer. Even, even without language, it's amazing how much you can communicate. So I have to say that as well. But I do understand it can be a lonely experience, a lonely experience, sorry. But if you know that and you can psychologically prepare yourself you can push through those moments because there will, if you're traveling for a long period of time, there will be times when you're down, there will be times when, you know, you're not quite there and it's okay. If those are, if there are days when you're not quite feeling like yourself, you can always take a little break in those days and just have a little bit of alone time, have a little bit of me time and just find something to do that doesn't just to give, that gives you a chance to recharge. And like I said, if what could happen, you're prepared for when it does happen and you can get through it and it's not that big a deal and uh, of course it uh, can also be an overwhelming experience as you have to figure out everything on your own in an unfamiliar environment and that's true but no matter whether you're an experienced traveler or a new traveler preparation is always key so always do your research wherever you're going because as long as you do your research most of the things that come your way, you'll know how to handle there's because someone else would have already encountered it. So I wouldn't re really worry about that one as much and just trust yourself that you can do this. You've gotten yourself through life this far and you're still alive. So obviously you're capable. And as long as you do your research, you and just keep your senses, keep your wits about you. Don't make dumb decisions. Don't take, don't take unnecessary chances and you'll be, you'll be fine. And anything that comes up, won't really be that big a deal. Of course, there's always the problem that, you know, or the worry that it might be a disappointing experience and you might not be as adventurous as you might think, and there'll be no one to lean, lean on for support. Once again, very true, similar to the, the other thing about your concern that you might not you know, be able to handle something. If that is the case, then that's the case. And you've learned a valuable lesson and you'll know in the future, maybe solo traveling isn't for you, or maybe, Whatever you did during that trip isn't for you because if you went, let's say, skydiving on your own and you realize, oh no, that's not it, then maybe adventure solo traveling isn't for you and you keep everything on the ground, you keep everything safe. Maybe you prefer culinary tours and so you keep everything, you go to plan a solo trip to a vineyard or, you know, go learn how to bake bread in some exotic place. I don't know. but. It's a process of elimination. If you, after that, if you still know that you want to travel, just change it to what, you know, to something you do want to do. And don't force yourself to like things that you don't like just because other people feel that you should like it. And then of course, people always worry that, you know, if it doesn't work out, if they go and do a solo trip and it doesn't work out, that there's always people around you that might say, be the I told you so people. and they'll say, oh, I told you so, I think you feel like a loser. And but if that's the case, one thing I have to say is anyone that does that to you isn't really a real friend. And you've just done yourself a favor by finding that out because these people are what I would call energy vampires. Yes, I'm not the first one to coin that phrase, but they're energy vampires. They, want to, they always want the attention of themselves. They want to put you down to keep you down. And, and just, there's probably things going on in their lives that they're not happy about. And they're not usually generally happy that other people are, are trying new things and doing positive things. And it just, these are just not. And, and 
even if you can't cut them out of your life, just keep them at distance, or at least know that these are not the kind of people that are going to be supportive of you. They're, these are not the kind of people that want to see you grow and become a better version of yourself. And so just keep that in mind. Keep in mind who it is that's saying things to you and whether or not their opinion matters at all, because chances are they don't. If you have any questions about solo travel, just leave them in the comments or DM me or whatever, find me somehow, and I'm happy to answer any questions you may have because it really opens the door to so many fantastic things. Because once you realize you can travel on your own, you can do anything on your own. And once you can do anything on your own, you're able to do things, at, you, you can do whatever you want. You can do things at your own pace. Some of the advantages, and once again, I refer to my book, A Quick and Dirty Guide to Solo Travel, available on Amazon. Some of the benefits, you can choose your destination, you can shape your itinerary, you have complete control over timing, cost, and duration. So if cost is an issue, this is exactly how you can control it because that way you, you don't have to argue with someone who only wants a luxury vacation or if you yourself want a luxury vacation, you don't have to deal with someone who's counting their pennies so you can do whatever you want. And there are also, I've met great new people along the way and experienced so many new things that I never would have if I didn't just venture on my own. There's, I've met some great people from all over the world. When Even when I was in, in London, I ended up getting to know this punk rock band, which is a fun story, which I, if you guys are interested, let me know in the comments and I'll tell a little bit more about the, that tale. But they're just a fun, just a, a, a fun punk rock band that was uh, playing all over London and ended up setting a, setting a Guinness Book record. Oh, I'm sorry, setting, up, <laughs> setting a record in the Guinness Book of uh, World Records. So that was pretty wild. And, and once again, as a solo traveler, I think it'll make you the coolest person in your friend group if no one else is doing it because people will all, People want to do it, but people are afraid of doing it. They're also afraid of being judged because sometimes maybe if they're wondering if you're traveling by yourself, what's wrong? Is it because you don't have any friends? Nah, I got lots of friends. Just, just enjoy solo traveling. So many advantages to it. So if you want to know more about it, like I said, DM me, throw something in the comments and I'll answer any questions you may have. Maybe I'll even do another podcast a little bit more in depth about solo traveling and to help guide you guys through if any of you guys are just starting with it. And if any of you have already discovered it and, and can confirm everything I'm saying that's great about solo traveling, let me know that as well in the comments. And so with that, I will talk to you all soon. And like I said, if you aren't already subscribed, please subscribe to this podcast and help us grow a little bit. And if you're listening on YouTube, I thank you very much and for putting up with my face every single episode and make sure you like and subscribe anywhere you can. And I'll talk to you guys all soon. See ya.